Episode 2 of Fours and Dark Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Let's just get into it, alright? Before we start, I'm going to take a couple sniffs of this boom boom, awaken your senses thing. Let's just, I mean, hey, what can, what's the worst thing can happen, right? Yeah, that'll wake you up. That'll wake you the fuck up. Alright, cool. Cool. Um, I feel like I should say this just strictly uh, off the gate. If you're tuning into this episode and didn't listen to episode one, um, go back there and listen to the disclaimer. All right, I'm not going to say the disclaimer every episode. Um, just, just a reminder. Hey, go back and check it out. Okay. Also, I'm gonna be drinking during this podcast today, so if there's any odd silence, if you hear me sipping, that's just what I'm doing. All right. Um, yeah, that's basically what I wanted to do every podcast. Last podcast, I really didn't do it that much, so um, that's that's how this is gonna go. Okay, that was sip one on this podcast. That you see, how, like it was awkward silence. Yeah, that was that. Okay, so basically, what what you got out of the title is gonna be COVID and the lockdown. Now, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna talk about COVID a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some shit. Um, and then, you know, just might talk about life a little bit. You know, that's basically what I like to do <laughs> towards this con- like this whole content thing is just talk about life. Just because it's, uh, it's beneficial to everyone, right? All right. Here we go. Dr. Fauci. Okay, we're going into COVID. Dr. Fauci is basically the guy, you know, that they handed the keys to the castle, you know? Um, you know, just a little history. Let's just go back a little bit, okay? He's the director of the NIAID, which is the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, okay? Basically, they're one of the 27 um, institutions that make up the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health. Um, if you didn't know that, um, that is some asshole being loud outside my window, if you just heard that. But um, basically, he's been the director since 1984. He's advised six presidents, um, which is fucking nuts. But the first thing he ever did, and the first thing that he really started to tackle was AIDS. And in 1981, the AIDS pandemic like really started to hit, right? And this this stuff that I'm getting this from uh, is the 
kff.org, which is the Kaiser Family Foundation.org. Okay, that's where I got a lot of this information from. Uh, go check it out. Okay, so 39 years we've been battling AIDS, right, with Dr. Fauci at the, at the head of that table. 39 years. They started out with funding of a few hundred thousand dollars. Fiscal year 19, they had $34.8 billion of funding. $34.8 billion. That is so fucking much money. Right? And then here's the breakdown. Here's 62% went for care and treatment. 9% went to housing assistance. 3% went to prevention. 7% re- went to research. Yes, you heard that correct. 7% went to research. 39 years, we haven't come close to getting a fucking cure. Because as of June 11, 2020, current research shows no sign of a cure. Right, but seven percent of that thirty-four point eight billion went to research. Nineteen point nineteen, not point nineteen percent went towards global efforts, including international research. So, fuck us, right? Okay. So we're what you're saying is we have thirty. We're funding thirty-four point eight billion towards AIDS with Fauci at the helm. And 19% of that is going elsewhere, right? 7% is for domestic research. 62% is for care and treatment. Okay, I understand there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done for care and treatment of an AIDS patient. Okay, 1.1 million people are currently living with AIDS in the U.S. So understand. I understand that. What we need to understand, though, as a society is big pharma wants you to be medicated, wants you to be treated, wants you that, wants you, because once you cure somebody, they're no longer feeding your income. So when I look at 62% for care and treatment and only 7% for research, there's an issue. There's a giant issue. There's a disparity here. And Dr. Fauci is at the head of that table, that the head of that disparity. And that's what kills me. Okay. Because in all honesty, COVID, right? It is serious, but it's it's getting blown up to this next level, okay? And I love how everyone's comparing everyone to each other. Like states are getting battling back and forth. Uh, countries are comparing notes. Like, what to see who's the best? Like, I'm about to break it down for you right now. Sip number two. Um, and also COVID's pissed me off because I was supposed to have guests on, but with the, with COVID and all that stuff, I'm really not trying to, you know, look like a bad guy because I'm hosting other people at my home and all that type of stuff. But here we go, right? So we're going to start with the epicenters, okay? Basically the tri-state of New York, New Jersey, and, and Connecticut, right? So New York, population of 19.45 million people had 403,000 cases, 31,934 deaths, which which makes a mortality rate of 7.92%. New Jersey, 8.8 million people, 176,000 cases, 15,281 deaths, mortality rate of 8.68%. Connecticut, population of 3.5 million, 47,033 people, 4,000 of, of cases, right? 
1,033 cases with 4,338 deaths, which equals a mortality rate of 9.22%. That is pretty high when, when you look at the U.S. having a mortality rate as a collective of 4.36%. Okay? Um, also, when you look at um, the U.S. as a whole, right, there's been 3.05 million, 3. million cases, okay? 133,000 deaths. But when you look at that, that's a big number, but there's 328.2 million people in the U.S., okay? So basically with that number, that means 0.09% of the population has gotten COVID. Wild. 0.09%. Okay. Um... Back to where I was at, right? With the tri-state, okay? That just shows you that the mortality rate of the U.S. is less than those three states, right? Everyone's coming at Florida's fucking, like, throat. Like, oh, you're a piece of shit, you're opening up, you got beaches open, blah, blah, blah. Okay, right? Florida has more people in it, right? With 21.48 million, okay? And it had, it has currently 214,000 cases, with 3,840 deaths, a mortality rate of 1.79. So I think that the governors of those three states, basically who are like shitting on Florida, need to really take a a reflective, like go look in the mirror and see what the fuck you did wrong. Because honestly, if we look at New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, those governors thought it was a good idea to go throw COVID positive patients into nursing homes. So like, let's just fucking, what? How? How is that ever going to be a good idea? So, you know, you can basically say a few of those, like, those deaths are basically just on the governor. Straight up. But a mortality rate of 1.79%, that's, I mean, in all honesty, that's not terrible. It's bad that people are dying. Yes, I will never say it's not. I will never say it's not. Just so you just so you have an idea, right? I'll go back a little bit here real quick. Um, the U.S. right with a four point three six percent currently mortality rate, right? The swine the swine flu had a four point two percent mortality rate. SARS had a nine point six percent mortality rate. The nineteen eighteen flu had a ten percent mortality rate, and Ebola had a thirty nine point five percent mortality rate which is fucking nuts. That's, you don't want that shit. Yeah, no way. But, you know, like, that's, like, how can you say a governor's doing a shit job when the numbers prove otherwise? How is we, as a nation, right, we're not even doing that bad, right? I hate when people start comparing us to, like, other countries like Canada, uh, Italy, Sweden, all these other places, right? And guess what? I got the numbers for those two. Don't you worry, right? Sweden, which is basically the size of North Carolina based on population, right? Has uh, 10.23 million people, okay? 73,858 de- uh, cases with 5,482 deaths. Mortality rate is 7.4%. But yeah, fuck the U.S., right? Okay. Okay. 
All right, let's go to Canada real quick, which basically has the population of California, right? 37, 37.59 million people, right? 106,000 cases with 8,733 deaths. Mortality rate of 8.2%. Now, people think Canada is fucking massive. It's not. Population-wise, it is not big, okay? Square footage-wise, or... or are they metric? They might be metric, so, yeah, whatever they do. Uh, but, yeah, based on land mass, they're massive. Population-wise, not really. But with a mortality rate of 8.2%, I would take U.S. care 10 out of 10 times. France, 66.99 million, has 169,000 cases, 29,933 deaths, Basically making a mortality rate of 17.71%. Yikes. Not getting any care there. I'm not going there. Right. Italy, oldest population, I think, in the world. Uh, very old population. Uh, 60.36 million, which actually shocked me population-wise because I did not think that they were going to have that many people. I guess they live on top of each other. But 242,000 cases with... 34,914 deaths. That's a fucking mortality rate of 14.43%. I know I'm throwing out a lot of fucking numbers here, but, like, the news is not. The news is only, like, nitpicking what the fuck they want to say to make it, like, fear-mongering. And that's what's fucking pissing me off because we all know COVID is bad. We all know it sucks. We all know that if your population is of 60-plus, right, you have a high risk from this, okay? 20 to 59, right? You're basically good, okay? As long as you have no pre-existing health conditions. I just think that we need to really look in the mirror and start like looking at ourselves as a nation and stop comparing ourselves to other places because that's what's going to hem us up. That's what's like, there's no comparing. You don't compare apples and oranges okay i'm not comparing a fucking nation of 328.2 million to a nation of nation of 37.59 million okay it's fucking ass fucking just it's asinine to think that a government a government that is only like really responsible for 37.59 million people would react the same if they were responsible for 328.2 million people. And it, it's it's wild to me that like a normal citizen can g- come in here and critique everyone. Critique, critique, critique. But then if you looked at their fucking life, they've made more fucking mistakes probably than, you know, a politician needs to. Right? And I I, I should fucking say this right now before we fucking go any further. Politicians make mistakes. I do not agree with everything a fucking politician says. Actually, being a libertarian, I think that we actually give politicians way too much power. Way too much. I I would actually like less fucking interference in my life because I'm a grown-ass fucking adult, but, you know. Uh, that was sip three, I think. Okay. I'm fucking done with it. Which is sad. Okay. 
Now, I have a clip to play. It's from the newsroom, okay? I Probably one of my favorite clips on the internet. Um, the newsroom was a show back in 2012. This is from their literal first episode, okay? Um, pretty sure the first five minutes in. And I'm going to play the whole five minutes because I think it's it's important for people to hear. Also, if you have, like, these understanding already, then you're probably going to be like, oh, I fucking already knew that kind of stuff, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, disclaimer before I play this, they do do a ranking structure on the U.S. versus other countries and stuff like that. I did not re-do a ranking structure. Like, I didn't, I didn't research our current status in these fucking spots anymore. Um, though I do believe a couple of them are still accurate. Uh, okay, here we go. Hopefully it's not too loud when it starts. My name is Jenny, I'm a sophomore, and this is for all three of you. Can you say in one sentence or less what... <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world? Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Well, the New York Jets. <laughs> no, I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. What makes America the greatest country in the world? Well, Lewis and Sharon said it. Diversity and opportunity and freedom and freedom. letting you go back to the airport without answering the question. Well, our Constitution is a masterpiece. James Madison was a genius. The Declaration of Independence is, for me, the single greatest piece of American writing. You don't look satisfied. One's a set of laws and the other's a declaration of war. I want a human moment from you. What about the people? Why is it not the greatest, the greatest country in the world, Professor? That's my answer. What? You're saying yes. Let's talk about fine. The Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force and number four in exports. We lead the world 
in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? sure used to be we stood up for what was right we fought for moral reasons we passed laws struck down laws for moral reasons we waged wars on poverty not poor people we sacrificed we cared about our neighbors we put our money where our mouths were and we never beat our chest we built great big things made ungodly technological advances explored the universe cured diseases and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence. We didn't belittle it. It didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. Enough? That's a... Uh pretty powerful video and honestly if uh, I offended any of you with it sorry alright um, I'm not here to offend anyone okay I said that in my disclaimer uh, these are all my own opinions and uh, honestly I really truly love that uh, love that whole thing um I just, I don't know, I don't know what it, what it is about it, but it just basically, it opens your eyes, because we, we were doing great things, right, and it goes back to, it goes back to this whole COVID lockdown thing, right, medicine, modern medicine should be able to be at a level to protect the people, okay, when you have people not educated in that field, okay? Everyone everyone has a field that they're good at, all right? I touched upon this in my last podcast. I'm going to touch upon it here, right? Monopolies are not legal, okay? You cannot monopolize things and make money by com- controlling the world, okay? And you have people like Bill Gates, right? And this is why I think that COVID basically is this bigger thing. I, I don't know why I feel this way, but when you look at patents, right? There was a there was a coronavirus patent, right? And it got perfected, or it got finalized, I think you should say, finalized in 2014, right? But the coronavirus vaccine was finalized November 2019. 
COVID hit December 2019. Hence why it says COVID-19, right? Because there, there, there were COVIDs 18, 17, 16, 15. They're not uncommon. But why was there a coronavirus vaccine finalized as a patent November 2019? We hit 20, December 2019. It creates this whole outbreak, right? When you look at the patent holder, it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Okay, now you have Bill Gates out here saying that everyone needs to get the vaccine, blah, 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 blah. No one, No one's connecting those dots. The man created the vaccine. It's the largest pandemic in the world right now. And we're all like, yeah, no, I'll get the vaccine, blah, blah. You have people saying, I'm going to get the vaccine. Also, you have people handling COVID in these, like, all done-up suits, right? And they're, like, it's basically like they're doing a total joint. They're like in spacesuits, basically, and they're handling it. And you're thinking that a cloth mask is going to save you? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, they say that it, it, it transfers in, you know, through certain avenues and stuff like that. Mostly droplet form is how it goes. I just think that we need to really open our eyes. But back to the video. Because this is one part of the video. That one little snippet in that video brought me back to this because people suck. But the video itself is an eye-opener, right? It was done in 2012. And we've come forward and backward since 2012. I think that America could be great. We just need to come together and stop biting each other's heads off at every little thing. I think cancel culture has really started to have its way and in, in, instilling itself into our na- like into our nation. I don't think that that is the correct response today. I'm going to read you a quote, okay? Because that that video basically told us, you know, where we ranked, you know, how we did things in the past and, you know, and how we were monumental in certain regards. Um, but, I mean, today's society, if we were doing all those things, why are we ranked low? Why are we not first in categories? We're th- like, I didn't, like I said, I didn't research this shit again. I should have probably, um, I just wanted to share you that cl- share that clip with you because I like that clip because it keeps you grounded in a way. It it knocks you off your horse a little bit and you're like, "Wow, fuck, hold on. We have room here that we need to truly go." Because if you think you're fucking alpha dog, top dog, you're the best shit since sliced bread and you get knocked off your horse and you're fucking re- reevaluating yourself and you're reevaluating the situation, and you're like, "Oh shit." we actually can do more, that's when change happens. That's when shit actually occurs because up to that point, people are blind. People think that we're fucking up here doing everything we want because we can't. No. And I, I, I said I think there's a few things accurate in that ranking, and I think 
incarcerated people per capita is still number one. We fucking throw people in jail left and right. Left and right. And I think I think there should be serious reform. Serious reform. One, one of these podcasts, I guess I'll get into it because I, I would love to run for public office. I think that I have a lot of views that, I mean, people agree with but at the same time. Probably a lot of views that people don't agree with, but I'm open-minded to new ideas and in, in growing my mind. Um, I'm not saying that I'm going to stand on one side of the aisle and never agree with somebody or another. But if you look at politics today, that's exactly how it is. It's exactly how it is. Okay? You look at any voting. It's fucking nuts. But let me let me read this quote because it's from Coach Carter. If you've never seen Coach Carter, it's a basketball movie. Um real inspirational in a way, I think. Uh but here's I think so I showed I shared with you one of my favorite clips on the internet. I'm gonna share you with you my favorite quote of all time. All-time favorite quote, okay? It's from this movie. Um, I forget the who actually plays this character, like what his real-life name is, but the character's name is Timo Cruz, okay? I'll set, the, I'll set the scene, right? Coach comes in. They're all sitting at desks in the gym, right? Timo Cruz stands up, right? He'd, he'd been kicked off the team. He'd fought in, to get back on the team. He's lost. He's gained, you know? In, in essence, now that I'm talking about him, he actually might be the main, like a main character, like the main character of this whole thing without you knowing that he's actually like the main person. Holy shit, I've, I've seen this movie fucking a ton of times and I've never actually put that those two, two th- things together. But here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. If you need to go back and re- re-listen to that part, I think you should because there's a lot of parts in that thing, and that quote, well, thing, in that quote that really are, are, are like a what the fuck. Because in the movie, he just hits you with it and you're, you feel inspired. Then you read it and you're like, whoa, there's more to this than I initially heard, you know? And I'll, I'll go back to our cancel culture. Think about this. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. In today's world, insecurities are causing people to lose their fucking minds. It's not another individual's fault for being successful. It's not another individual's fault for making you feel inferior. If they're not, if they're not doing something physically to you, Okay, and they're just succeeding and, and killing it. That should be something that you're like, I want to aspire to be that, not wow, that makes me feel like I don't do shit. So I'm gonna be mad at that person. No, that's not how world the world's supposed to work. You're supposed to be 
building yourself because that is all you can do. Okay? You make the best life for yourself, right? You like and if you're if you're up there and you're you're killing it and you're not you're not hurting anybody, you're just living your life the best you know how. Somebody's insecurity should not hinder your ability to keep doing what you're doing. Okay? And and at the same time, like our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure because we all are. We all are powerful. Okay? That's something that you really need to know. Like don't think just don't think that, you know, because you're not where you want to be currently that you won't ever get there because you will. With hard work and dedication, you're going to get there. Okay? But it's it's that perseverance, it's that continual go that's going to get you there, not the fact that, you know, you wish for it and then you're going to get there. Because that's not, that's just not true. You're not just giving shit. I will say, though, like in my previous podcast, uh, school is one of those things you're like, you know, you just push through, you'll fucking get the degree. You know, you, you hand in the papers, you do that. There's no, re- like, people made the, the slogan C's get degrees because C's get degrees and it's not hard to get a C. All right, but honestly, I truly feel like life is a simple concept. Okay, like do whatever you what will ever make you happy as long as it doesn't infringe on someone else's rights, which is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You can do whatever you want to your own body if you can pay for it. You can marry anyone you want. You can achieve greatness through hard work and determination in any field you aspire to go. The fact we are all alive is a blessing. Okay, because. We all won the race to even be here. Think about that. You know, millions of sperm came from your father and you're here. You were born a winner. You were born a winner. So we all as society and Americans, we all need to just look at ourselves and be like, fuck, I'm a winner. Fuck this. I'm just going to knock it out. I'm just going to get it done. Because... You were born a winner, so keep that winner's mentality. We need to all start acting like winners. Stop feeling sorry for ourselves. Stop letting fucking shit change our minds in a, like from you know this positive, good, good vibe to a negative. I know I just flipped a script from this COVID lockdown thing to a life thing, but you know it, it goes hand in hand. We're all letting COVID dictate our life. But I just I just read off a ton of statistics that should honestly open your mind a little bit. Because when I was when I was figuring this stuff out, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, we're we're getting told, America's getting told, oh, we're not doing it right by CNN and and Fox and all these other fucking heavy news crew stations, um, who one are owned by like Bloomberg. George Soros, you know, if you think Bill Gates isn't involved, you're fucking lying to yourself, you know, you have fucking, um, you know, Dr. Fauci just fucking feeding it, I, do, I fucking don't like that guy, I don't know what it is, I just don't like him, uh, other than the fact that, you know, he's been working on AIDS for 39 years and there's nothing to show for it, um, 
But, you know, it's just the little things. Because the minute we... We start letting our own light shine. We unconsciously give others permission to do the same. And once we start to do that, there's nothing stopping us. Okay, don't be afraid to fucking blow up. Don't be afraid to be that dude or that girl. Okay? That's just, we're there. We need that right now in society. We need people to step up. In a, in a way that's going to be positive, a positive outlet, okay? You have a lot of people, you know, doing negative shit sometimes in the world too. So I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm just going to come out and say, it. breaking into places, fucking, you know, causing mayhem, anarchists in a way. I'm not speaking to you guys, okay? I don't condone that shit. I don't condone you breaking into fucking places and stealing from hardworking individuals who've been building that shit for their life. Yet, you're not going to go break into fucking Google or anywhere like that. You're going to break into the mom and pop shop because they're local. They've been feeding the community and doing everything that they can to build up where they grew up. And you're just going to tear it down. No, that's fucked up. I'm not talking to you guys. You guys can go fuck yourself. Ooh, that's fucking controversial. Yeah, it is. I don't care. Um, everyone else, though, you're doing great shit. Protest, phenomenal. Doing all this stuff to try to, you know, bring light to social issues. I'm cool with it. Um, I just think that we need to truly look at ourselves and see where we can go as a society to better each individual, but to also open each individual person's eyes to the opportunity that is inside of them. And I might have just spoken circles for fucking 25 minutes. I don't know. But if you fucking feel inspired, cool. If you don't, Cool. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. So that basically goes into... Uh, my words of wisdom. Which is... Life isn't about comparing yourself to someone else. Alright? It's not. It's about comparing yourself... And bettering yourself. Okay? You gotta better your present... When comparing it to your past, okay? The only thing that you can ever compare yourself to is your past. Where were you yesterday? Where were you two days ago? Where were you a year ago? Where were you five years ago? If you're one step closer to your dream, that's it. You're still making, you're on that path, you're still doing it. It might be slow, but you'll get there, all right? Don't ever compare yourself to you know, Johnny down the block or Susie in the office or, you know, Jimmy over there. You know, I use the most cliche fucking names right there. Uh, but, you know, don't don't compare yourself to those people. They have no faction on your life. They have nothing that, like, it's it's you. It's up to you. Every choice you make, every... You know, opportunity that comes your way. Do you capitalize on it or do you just hang back, you know? You are going to do it. It's on you. And America needs more accountability anyway. Okay, Americans need more accountability. we got to stop thinking that other people are going to pick up our slack. They're not. 
then it, it's been proven they're not. You do it. So we, we, we as a nation can come together. We as a nation can get past anything, I believe. I just think we need to be more self-accountable, look in, internally and, and f- find that light that's going to shine our path and just fucking go for it, man. Just fucking go for it. All right? So I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope you guys are in a good spot and your mind's set, you know, your mind's good to go. Because, you know, mental health is important, you know. Physical health is great. Mental health is important. Okay, make sure you guys are keeping yourselves sane out there. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, Any feedback, you know, if you know me personally, you want to shoot me a text, think I'm fucking up, think I'm spewing bullshit, or if you like it, you know, I'll take both. I'll take both. Obviously, I don't want any negatives, but, I mean, hey, this is life. Everyone has an opinion, just like mine, which you just listened to for however long this is. Uh, But I appreciate everyone tuning in. I appreciate you all. Um, Have a great rest of your day or night or whenever you listen to this, okay? And uh, we'll see you next time, hopefully. See you.